Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Friday of the fifth week of Lent, March 31st, the last day of the month of March. Today's reading comes to us by way of the book of the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 20, verses 10 through 13. Jeremiah, chapter 20, verses 10 through 13. Jeremiah is often associated as a prophet of doom and gloom. He's a kind of pessimistic sort. He's not the kind you would invite to uh, a New Year's Eve celebration or any kind of celebration, it would seem. Well, Jeremiah has a rather difficult assignment given to him by the Lord. The Lord has raised up Jeremiah to preach, to preach his word, to make God's word known to a people who simply do not want to hear the word of the Lord. Their hearts have become cold and hard like steel and marble. Their minds are closed. Uh, their wills have become corrupted. And the last thing they want in their midst is someone who is calling them to repentance and conversion, calling them to acknowledge their sins so that the punishment of the Lord may be removed, they may truly repent of their sins, and through God's grace be converted back again to faithfulness in the covenant, their covenant relationship. Well, we know that at times we simply tell people, I don't want to hear that. I, I, don't, I don't want to lecture. I don't want a sermon. I want to be able to do what I want to do when and how I want to do it. And at times we also know that those who are most in opposition to us are those who are nearest and dearest to us within our own family, within our closest friends, within our associates, our classmates, our neighbors. We are, uh, we are a thorn in their side. And uh, we're very happy, at least we think we are, doing what we want to do, regardless of the consequences, regardless of how much it may offend God, and how much it may hurt and offend others. We are simply self-absorbed in our own little world. And Jeremiah, time and again, finds himself in that particular situation. So his complaints and his bemoaning uh, are often uh, the result of his circumstance. However, our reading gives us somewhat of a more balanced view. In fact, we might call it even a very realistic view and a view that uh, is a good guide for our spiritual life when we find ourselves perhaps besieged by those who are in opposition to us. Jeremiah begins by saying, I hear the whispering of many. Well, we know what a whisper campaign is. It's not quite 
loud enough to be confronted. It may even be silent, a look, a stare, the turning away, the shaking of a head, the rolling of the eyes. Jeremiah says, terror on every side, denounce, let us denounce him. All those who were my friends are on the watch for any misstep of mine. Perhaps he will be trapped. Then we can prevail and take our vengeance on him. We have people who will then begin to look and see for any misstep, any word we may say, take it out of context, take a misunderstanding, and immediately assign it to a bad will, a bad desire. Uh, we see that so much today, don't we? A person says something, and immediately we take it out of context. Immediately we give the worst interpretation to what they said. People lose jobs. People are banished, censored today from a slip of the tongue or a refusal of others to understand in its proper context. They refuse to see what we really meant. And so... <clears throat> This, is, this surrounds Jeremiah time and time again. And there are those, indeed, who wait for us to stumble and fall, not to help us up, but to celebrate our failure, our misstep, our misspoken word. And they rejoice in that evil. Jeremiah says, but the Lord is with me like a mighty champion. My persecutors will stumble. They will not triumph. In their failure, they will be put to utter shame, to lasting, unforgettable confusion. O Lord of hosts, you who test the just, who probe minds and hearts, for to you I have entrusted my cause. It's a great act of faith. Uh, Jeremiah hands it over to the Lord. And at times, that's all we can do. Yes, we should correct slander. Yes, we should direct lies said about us. We should refute them, confront them. But there are limits to what we can do. And at that point, we turn it over to the Lord. We don't become part of the evil, but we overcome evil with good, with faith and trust that every injustice will be corrected. Every lie will see the light of truth. And those who seek to have us fall and stumble and be outcast will themselves meet that fate. For the Lord does not sleep. His arm is not short. His judgments do not delay forever. And so we find ourselves having to wait upon the Lord. 
but those who wait upon the Lord are never disappointed. Waiting is difficult. Patience is hard. But we turn it over to the Holy Spirit to give us that strength that in our patience we shall win our soul and the light of truth will shine forth. And Jeremiah ends by saying something that balances the view of him as kind of a gloomy, doomy type. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has rescued the life of the poor from the power of the wicked. We sing, praise, trust, place our faith that the Lord writes straight with crooked lines, that God balances the scales of justice, that God's justice is greater than the wickedness of the evil one and of those who are in collusion with him. That's hard, but that's exactly what Jesus did. Jesus was surrounded by those who picked up stones to throw at him. Time and again, they often want to do him bodily harm and at times even kill him. We know that this time next week will be Good Friday, in which our Lord will be nailed upon a cross placed in the tomb with a big stone across its entrance and soldiers in the front. And yet, we also know that the Lord on Easter will rise from the dead. The soldiers and the stone will not hold him in the tomb. That <clears throat> evil will be overcome by good. Hatred will give way to love. Fear will be driven out by that perfect love. And the risen Lord will be seen as the one who was just and true, and not those who plotted his death. And so we follow that example in our own particular life. It's not easy. It's not a quick fix doesn't happen in an instant. And sometimes we have to be as one of the spiritual uh, works of, uh, of, of mercy. Long-suffering. Sometimes we have to suffer the slings and arrows of unjust, unjust recriminations, charges, indictments. And yet we hand it over to the Lord following our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For that's what he did. And from the cross, he says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That's God's answer in Christ to the wickedness and evil of the world. Forgiving love, which alone has the power to overcome evil, which has the power to raise us up and not be part of evil, but overcome evil with good. So in those times in our life, when we find ourselves much like Jeremiah, 
terror on every side. Those who were once friends wait for us to stumble and fall. Let us not give in to hatred. Let us not give in to retribution and vengeance. But let us hand it over to the Lord, just and merciful judge that he is, and that in God's good time, which is always the right time, the truth will be known, the light will shine forth, and we will be vindicated. Let us trust in Almighty God. God bless you.